Oh, thank you for letting us know we're recording right Ooh, now. Oh boy. <laughs> um, all right, we're back. This has been a long off season, but the AGFFA podcast looks like we're uh, ready to go for season two or season 2021. Uh, for our Which year are we in, 16 or 17 now? We started. Oh, well, we, we don't count we, those years. We restarted in 2006, right? So this would be, is it 15 years? Maybe it is. Man, is this the 15th year? You know what? I think I have the Constitution open. And I know I have it down here somewhere. The Super Duper Bowls. Oh, here oh we go. that's right. Yeah. You gave them Roman numerals. Super Duper Bowl 15 was this past year. So we're entering the 16th year. Nice. Nice, but we, we were doing this before then, though, right? We were, but like because of this iteration, it's this is the official one now. But uh, but we're back and yeah. we're a day late from the actual draft day. But the plan here is the three of us will uh, we'll go over the draft, we'll look at um, maybe the draft grades we saw the other day from you, Jeff, or just do our own like we used to do. We look sure. at best picks, worst picks. Um, yeah, go from there. So, any uh. I know it's a day late, but any thoughts one day later, how you felt about your draft? Dad, you can start. About my my, my draft. Personally, I, I thought... Uh, no, my draft. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think um, I'm, I'm satisfied with my draft. I, I, uh, I, I Perhaps I could have made some different choices along the way. I know I'm weak at tight end, but that's the way it goes. But everything else I, I'm kind of happy with uh, as, as much as I could be, I guess. I think that there was. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this, and then I'll let you guys go on to what you think about your drafts. But uh, um, I think I have some players that, if, if things go right, I, I could end up uh, a very strong season. And if they don't, I, I could be last place in the division and knocked out by week five. But and I also wanted to say, just to kick that off, this off, is I, I see that there's. To me, there were no surprises whatsoever in the first round. Nobody did anything stupid that I can tell, that I, that my judgment. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. I, I did a little bit too right before we jumped on, but um, to, to close mine out a lot faster, I have a lot of work oh, to oh, do. So I was too slow. I, 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 mean, I have a lot of work to long. do, uh, but I'm not giving up already. You know, uh, Mike was in a much worse position. I think we saw he had the worst grade according to football guys. So um, if I was in his shoes, I would probably already be thinking about, you know, rebuild you. Um, I don't know if you guys are going to hear that in the background. That's really freaking loud. The cicadas or whatever. Cicadas. Oh, I can't hear it. Uh. Okay. That's good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling okay. I, I know I got a lot of work to do still, but um, I, I'll work with it. And I have Mahomes. The way I look at it, he's my best trade bait. Um, he's not a first round pick. So that's a thing we might need to get into is all first round picks from this year, according to our new Kingmaker rules, we can't trade them. Right, Jeff. That's my understanding. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So go ahead, Jeff, you can uh, put a cap on the, the recap. For sure. So, well, thanks Gus. Um, and hello to both of you yet again. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, um, if I look at the other teams just briefly, I, I think that you Gus and Gumby, uh, did a magnificent job with not a lot of draft capital and building um, a couple of teams that might be, you know, maybe, maybe don't contend for the whole thing, but might 
Hey, I guess it's possible. I mean, um, you uh, like you said, you have Mahomes. You never know. Chase Edmonds may this may be his breakout year. And now you got Dobbins and Edmonds as your running backs, and then of course you have you know three good wide receivers to go with it. I, I mean, Logan Thomas is bad, so I mean you could be competitive. Um, likewise with Gumby, if Mike Davis is everything that he was in Carolina, only playing for the Falcons, he should be all right. I mean, Goddard again, could, he could bust out too and be like a top six tight end. So, of course, the problem that both of y'all have is depth and, you know, injuries will affect you guys more than it would affect the average team. But um, as for my team in particular, um, you know, we will probably go into details and talk about why we did some of the things we did, I guess, at some point. But I my strategy this year was completely different from any other year. You guys know I normally go running back heavy early and often and just keep going running back. And this year I walked in with, you know, no running backs as keepers. I took a quarterback earlier than I normally would. I kept a tight end, which I, you know, I, I normally blow off one or the other, either quarterback or tight end. And I ended up with, I think, really good players at those two positions. But I had so many draft picks that early draft picks that I could do that and, and, and afford it. So the only downside is that I'm also matched up with Casey, who also got a really good team. So now I'm looking at it going, oh man, you know, this, this is the year I needed to be in the same division as Mike and Gumby. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> dad, dad was thinking the same thing. Like, you know, he, he's he was a first place team, I think, last year. So he's with Mike Gumby. But yeah, it's a little bit easier this year when, uh, you know, no, it's Mike Hookham. And uh, oh, yeah, right. It's not Gumby. But yeah, right. Mike Hookham and um, Shook. Shook. Yeah. Shook. Yeah. Yeah. Mike is the easy one just based on what we've seen and, and how it turned out. But, you know, he went for it last year. He was close. He got third place, which. Maybe that's a good reward for him. Lost on a safety at the end of a game. Man, I got to look at that recap again. I got to look at that recap again. That was, y'all were talking about it yesterday. I couldn't remember that. But yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, I, I don't know if uh, you guys just want to kind of do this way we used to. We just kind of go down the line, first round, second round, anything that sticks out. Um, we don't have to do best pick, worst pick, anything like that. But, uh, just well, we can thought. understand if we want to. If we want to say we think this is the best pick or the worst pick, we sure. should do that. If it really sticks out, I would say, um, you know, but we don't have to force it. Like, what I would say is the first round for sure. I'm looking at, you know, how the snake board is on Clicky Draft. Uh, so it's just 12 picks. And, you know, obviously Casey picked twice, first and 10th. Uh, but, you know, from what I saw in that round, there's, there's no best pick because it seems like it's all – fine and as far as worst pick i don't know the one that kind of stuck out to me was nick chubb fourth overall by rick mm-hmm. um, maybe a stretch but it's not bad I, you know i can't really no nah, i mean i can't i can't really argue too much there i mean aaron jones might be the guy who i, I might take there but i think all four like even barkley and, and zeke you could throw all four of them into a bag and just pick one out and you'd be okay so sure. uh, I don't really have any issues with those. I, the, one, the one that did stand out to me was Calvin Ridley. Um, and I'm not saying it's a bad pick. And when you look at how uh, the Radiators started off with Christian McCaffrey, I, I can't say I blame him for taking Ridley and saying, look, I got the, you know, potentially or arguably the best running back uh, in football. Now give me a top wide receiver. And yeah. I want to start off. High bang, bang. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with Julio Jones going. 
Um, but, you know, and maybe it's the Juju Smith-Schuster thing where, where everybody thought Juju was going to have a big year once AB left and, and turned out he didn't. Um, but I think Ridley, no disrespect to my boy Juju, but I think Ridley's probably a better receiver talent-wise anyhow. So, um, but again, I can't fault him. And, you know, you could have made a lot of worse decisions there. I mean, would you want to take – he got Mike Evans right after that. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, big deal, right? Um, yeah. So that, that was my thoughts on the first round. Just everything else is pretty much, yeah, figured they'd go in some order. These guys were going to be off the board. Yeah. Well – I mean, Dad, if you didn't really have anything. I don't. I think everybody picked the player they probably needed at that position at the draft. Uh, I'm a little surprised. Frankly, in my opinion, I'm a little surprised that Saquon Barkley fell to the sixth spot. Um, if it was the sixth, uh, I mean, I mean, that's where I drafted it. I know yeah. uh, Savages and Jess had swapped their first-round picks. But um, So, wait, I have a quick question about that. David Stout was not picking last night for himself. That was Serena, right? Correct. But Stout knew Serena was doing that? Yes. Okay. Well, no. I think maybe. I don't know. Uh-oh. <laughs> I haven't actually heard from him this morning. I did text him. I was like, hey, man, I hope uh, you've seen your team. You know, everything looks okay. And yeah. He can't be that upset with it. It's not terrible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I was saying, Aaron Jones seems normal. But sorry, Dad. Go ahead. You're talking about Saquon. Yeah, I, I was a little surprised that he, he fell for me. I didn't want to take Ezekiel Elliott. I, I didn't want him. Saquon Barkley is, you know, I think there's a lot of upside to that pick. Um, if he doesn't get hurt, he's going to be fine. He'll probably be a top five running back. Um, well, I, I, here's the argument against that, though, is what if the Giants are terrible? What if they're another garbage fire year or whatever? And they throw them. Yeah, the thing is, it's like they're not going to have the opportunity to run like you would for a team that's ahead or, or establishing whatever. Right, right. It's just trying to play catch up. So, yeah, you might still be involved in the passing game. But, you know, if your season's lost, you know, because you're three and eight by week 11, like, are you going to risk your top running back getting? I don't know. I'm not sure that's the real thought process there, but. Well, I, if I if I may just interject something there, if um, so, you say if what if the Giants are a complete dumpster fire, you know what does that do to Saquon Barkley? Basically, right? We saw that two years ago. They were a dumpster fire two years ago, and Saquon Barkley was a stud. So I, I don't know. I think he's I think he's immune to whatever else is going on in the offense. It's if he's healthy. If he's healthy. If he's healthy, He's the best player on your fucking team, and you're going to play him, and you're going to play him a bunch, and hope that he doesn't get hurt again. If they're going to be in, the, if, if they're that bad, if they're going to get in the game, it's going to be behind people like Saquon Barkley. Um, if they're blown out and they're behind thirty to nothing after the first quarter and every fucking game, okay, you know they may have to throw him the ball fifty times. If he's yeah. their best player and he's damn near, this, well, he's got to be their best athlete so well i think we can say first round for the most part that it was fine they kind of went for your sure. plan and players fell about where well they should have fallen somewhere in the first round or whatever so uh second round uh i remember looking at this kind of coming back uh yeah i don't remember really anything sticking out on this one too i know you know i, I heard something in the news this morning about clyde edwards hilaire might have had an ankle injury 
I think yeah. that actually happened before our draft. So I don't know if like it's a, a big thing or not, but that could end up being a, a bad or at least a wasted pick because if he's out for a couple weeks and um, I, I don't know, I, I, there's not enough news right now to confirm anything. But other than uh, that, it's, it's another one of those first round. I don't think there's a best or worst pick. I think everyone's all right to me. I'm reading about it right now. It says he's getting it checked out. It's not a high ankle sprain, so that should be fine. If it's not a high ankle sprain, he'll be okay. So, yeah, it's probably all right. I, I didn't know that he was hurt either until I think last night or this morning when I looked and just saw NFL news. But, yeah, he's probably okay. Yeah. Um, second round, okay, so I don't know if we want to go best pick in the second round or not. Um, but If you have one, throw it out there. I, I really like Antonio Gibson there at the third, uh, well, I guess fifth pick in the second round. I mean, I, 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 got, a, I got an issue with Jonathan Taylor. Um, I was listening to uh, a, a competitor podcast uh, like a week or so, <laughs> a week or so ago, and uh, they won't be named, but they were pointing out um, that I don't remember his name. He's an offensive lineman. Supposedly he's really good. I don't know. We play, but there they had some kind of stat where like Jonathan Taylor, when he ran to the left side of the line where this offensive lineman plays, he averaged like 4.2 yards of carry. When he ran to the middle or to the right, he averaged like 3.4, something like that. And they said, now that offensive lineman is hurt and he's out. And so they're like, well, what's that do to Jonathan Taylor? Because you know, was it all him or was it a lot, uh, a byproduct of a really good offensive line playing together? Um, and then also they, they lost obviously um, Carson Wentz for at least some period of time, who knows? Um, so I don't know. I'm, to me, it just, it, it, I don't know about Jonathan Taylor. Um, I'd, I'd have knocked him down a little bit. And I think I probably would have gone tones Gibson there, man. I really think that dude, that dude's pretty good. Um, You're saying in place of Jonathan Taylor, you think, Antonio Gibson should have gone there. Like, are you basically saying even you should have taken Antonio Gibson because Najee Harris, you picked him before. No. Are you regretting that? No, no, I'm fine with Najee Harris. I would have taken Najee Harris there all day long, all day long. What I'm saying is that if, uh, and it's, it's a Homer pick, but it's also to me, I think that, you know, if I'm comparing Antonio Gibson and Najee Harris, I'm saying I'm taking Najee Harris the whole time. Um, but as far as Jonathan Taylor, I would have probably gone Tones Gibson over him at that point right there, but that's all. I, I, I think all these guys are fine. Um, I, I, I don't know if I would say Gibson over Taylor. You know, okay. I, I, I'm pretty high on Taylor this year. I think the, the guard, I think it's a guard, Quentin Nelson so. or something. Right. Uh, I think I saw recently, like earlier today, um, he's – scheduled to come back I think tomorrow to do some light warm-up or workouts and uh we're still what two three weeks almost to the start of the uh the league yeah so um I don't know he might be ready for week one and if he is and Taylor's healthy and it might be fine yeah could be totally okay I would say that on my my team anyway I ended up with uh, Miles Sanders, the second pick, and I think I thought I better get me two running backs early because wide receiver is so deep. Uh, and given the choices there, I mean, there were a few that went a little bit later that I probably could have grabbed. Uh, Miles Sanders may be a real risky pick for me because 
you know, I don't really think he's all that good any, anyway, but, you know, I went with him because he's going to be the main running back in Philadelphia. I think he's going to be their workhorse. So I'm just hoping he gets the volume and he's successful. So I'm not too worried about Miles Sanders either. I think that, you know, they picked up a couple backup running backs, but I think they really just want him to be the guy. Um, I don't remember. They got, they got, um, they got the guy from Detroit. Um, oh my God. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Carry on Johnson. Yeah. Carry on Johnson. That's yeah. right. Carry on Johnson. Who, you know, I, I don't think if I remember correctly, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong. I think Carry on Johnson had a couple pretty good games like his rookie year when he had an opportunity and then he just fell off the map last year, if I remember right. Yeah. So I don't think he's a threat to Miles Sanders production at all. And I, I'm high on Sanders too, obviously. I got him in the dynasty league. He's like my second. I got to run him out there. But um, so I, I'm not trying to be a homer, but I am. I'm high on him too. Um, Gus, how do you feel about your, 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 wait, did you have a pick in this round? No. So no, I you kept Mahomes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I did not pick until the third round and, and I'm, I kept Mahomes. So, you know, yeah. my whole strategy, I, I actually tried to find a way to get back in early, but I couldn't find a good trading partner. Yeah. I tried going to the well, my normal people I would reach out to and, uh, you know, everyone was high on their draft and their picks and, and their plans. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, how about the third round? So kind of coming back, I, I think almost immediately, the one pick I really loved was Justin Jefferson and that you got like second overall in the third. I was shocked he, he fell that far. I know that, you know, there's some keepers in the second round and in the third round, but I, I thought he was a late first rounder, early second rounder then in that case. Um, I, I don't know. I guess I was higher on a lot of receivers, um, especially him. I, I put him up there with Ridley Hopkins this year. So he, he, he was never available, available to me in any mock draft I did. He never was. So he fell to me and I was like, this is a gift. This is a, I, yes, I'll, I'll take him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was really happy with that too. The, I was looking um, in the, I, I was going to take a wide receiver in, uh, in the third round and basically just fill out those two spots. You know, my plan was running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, already had a tight end. And now I can go into the fourth and just get my quarterback. And that's, yeah. that's where that's totally, y'all know that's totally different from how I normally do this, right? I don't normally take a quarterback at all, but I was planning on filling it out and just getting my entire starters, just get it over with. Right. Um, Justin Jefferson was never in my plans ever. And I, I was shocked too. It was, I, I'm not exactly sure how he felt to me either because it looked like most of the other picks were good. Maybe uh, David Montgomery, maybe he got picked early and that's how it happened. Yeah, or, I, I, I understand picking the running backs early, though. You want to make sure you have a guy that is a starter or, you know, has some potential. So, you know, that makes sense. And so these these top wide receivers were falling. And so it was Jefferson and uh, I guess Keenan Allen in this round, too, I thought was kind of surprising. But that's exactly where he would have been kept with Pete's team if he wanted to do it. So maybe Pete was fine still with that decision. Uh, talking yeah. about Keenan Allen, sorry, but. Um, well, evidently he likes Terry McLaurin more than he likes Keenan Allen because he could have gotten him back. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But he couldn't have gotten Cooper. Cooper was later in this round too, which I, it fell to me. I, I thought that was fine. I was happy to take him. Absolutely. Um, okay. So I guess this might be the first time I have a, Bad pick, worst pick. I, I said Nick Chubb the first, but I, I wasn't really sure it's a bad pick. But Kyler Murray, 
in the third round. First quarterback that was chosen, not just kept, but chosen in our draft. Um, that seemed early. I, I mean, you know, he, he did look really good last year at times, just like Dak looked really good early on. And Dak is the next round, but um, I don't know. It just, I just, I, 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 I would have only done that. And, and um, Casey had these extra picks, so he, he could afford to, I think, do this but it still felt early. I thought he could have waited and taken, in my opinion, a guy that's in that same tier. So was he, was he the last pick of the third round? Kyler Murray? Murray? No, he was right in the middle. No, he had my pick. He had my pick and I got. Um, Chris Godwin at the end. Yeah. I got Dalzilla's pick last pick in the third round. Ah, uh, okay. Some trades last year. Right. Uh, uh, let me say Kyler Murray had, from what I saw, I, I, I'm not going to say one way or the other whether it's going to happen or not, but what I saw in some of the rankings from the talking heads, and we all love those fuckers, um, Kyler Murray is like really highly regarded for fantasy football, not necessarily production as an NFL quarterback, but for fantasy because of his legs. He's got all kinds of talent to throw to. So, you know, it's kind of like one of those things. If he produces anywhere near what they anticipate or what he's been, you know, ad, ad advertised for, uh, he's going to be a good pick. He'll be a top five quarterback. Well, I, I think there's, uh, this is where like being really calibrated to how our scoring system works to adjust for that, because they're right. If, if it's a standard league or any league where it's, you know, uh, one point for every 25 yards passing, then right. absolutely Kyler Murray running the ball is, right. is very yeah. valuable in yeah. our league yeah. though. Those yeah. extra 50 yards running is not the same as an extra, whatever is a uh, 150 yards passing or whatever it normally would be, or 200 yards passing. It doesn't mean anything. It's, it's just 50 more yards. So it, yeah, I get it. I, I mean, those that in this in this particular case, I agree with you, Gus. I think that's too early for him because he's not going to be he, he'd be at like a top four or five quarterback in any of those other normal leagues in our league. He's just another dude. He's going to be like the eighth quarterback, yeah. which you don't need to take the eighth quarterback in the third round. You take that eighth or ninth. But but, but I, I, not to, not I don't want to I don't want to beat a dead horse. But if we put all that much value into Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and uh, Lamar Jackson because of their ability to run the ball, then why then why, why aren't we saying the same thing about Kyler Murray? Because Patrick Mahomes could throw for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. Kyler Murray ain't going to throw for five or rush and throw for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. I think that's the, that's, that's the way I'd look at it. Right, that's Lamar a Jackson. Point. That's Lamar Jackson point. to me is isn't. I mean, no disrespect. I don't think Lamar Jackson's worth keeping either. Um, Josh Allen, still, it's a third round pick for. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, right. Uh, what 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 the hell do I do though? I, I I don't I don't know what I'm doing here half the time. So. I think Kyler Murray. If if you take out Mahomes, Allen, Jackson, Herbert, basically the guys who were kept. Kyler Murray was. Some, going to be a, a, a top five quarterback picked in this draft, right? Like for sure. He wasn't going to slip out of those next five quarterbacks picked. It was just surprising. It happened right here. Third round as quick as it did that. And 
you know, I, I, I could be eating this later, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I wish Casey the best. I, I just, uh, yeah, this felt like an old Casey move. Like, you know, he sees that quarterback that's not highly regarded or whatever, and he, he gets it early. And, um, you know, yeah, Peyton Manning in the day, that's, that's, that was fine. But not sure with quarterback him. is Kirk Cousins. Because yeah. he got him fairly late, but Kirk Cousins. I don't mind Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I don't mind Cousins. Again, I think Cousins and Kyler Murray are kind of the same guy, though. Like, they're you just the guy. Cousin. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, you know, again, I could be totally wrong. Kyler Murray might throw for forty-five touchdowns this year. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I mean, I'd rather I, at that point, I, right there, I probably I would have if I really wanted a quarterback. I don't even know if I would have. I still would have said, like, I, I think in the fourth round, Dak Prescott is a fantastic pick in the fourth round. That, that dude was on pace for to throw for, like, 6,000 yards or something stupid last year. And then he, he got a, you know, yeah. he got demolished. Crushed ankle. Whatever. Crushed ankle, yeah. So, I mean, that that's a great pick there in the fourth, but I, I, I don't know. I I, 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 I I'm curious about that pick though too when we get to it. So, yeah. All right. So, is there a best pick that you have in the fourth round, Gus, or third round? Excuse me. Um, I, it's tough. It, it really is tough. These early rounds, like I, I, I guess it was Justin Jefferson. I, that that to me is an easy one above uh, the yeah, rest. That, that's I think I probably agree with that. Yeah. So good job, Jeff. That that's my seal of approval. Best pick. Thank you. Stamp yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Well, fourth round, there weren't a lot of picks. Um, and the first one was actually you getting Tom Brady. So, you know, dad and I did a couple mock drafts. Anyone who did mock drafts might've seen like, this might make sense for you. you. You picked up so many players by this point that if you didn't get a quarterback here, you would be waiting a bit for your next pick. And if you had one of those top five QBs in mind, you might've lost all of them. And yeah. So yeah, Tom Brady, that's fine. I, I get it. Like he's he's a volume guy. He could easily throw for forty five hundred plus, forty touchdowns. So that's that's a good year, especially for fantasy in our league. It's it's weird to say this, but I think Tom Brady could have upside this year too. That I, I was saying this, I think we were talking about it because you know it's his, his, his second year in the offense. He now has a full off season with real practice time. He's got a ton of weapons around him, and that might have been his floor last year, right? Yeah. I mean. It could be. I don't know. Maybe. It, you know what I really wish would be kind of cool that we could do is if we had every single one of our drafts since 2006 when we had this league and looked at where Tom Brady was in every single draft, just like this round, this pick, this round, this pick, he dropped all the way to the eighth round another year and then all the way back to the second round another year. Like he's just all over the map, but more often than not, it just works out. He's fine. And it's, if you have them, you can probably play them, and and you're you have a top ten quarterback. So, I, I think and this year it's could, the same thing. No, you can keep him till he reaches age fifty. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, uh, I wasn't trying to make see. a joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So. Oh, he, he, no. 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 That's Jeff. Yeah. 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 So, okay, I want to talk about Dak Prescott now. All right. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the snake draft. So Dak was picked um, 10th pick in the fourth round by Pete or Spider Monkeys. Now, this is what's confusing to me. Um, Pete wanted this quarterback, Dak, right here, right now. 
he followed it up in the fifth round with the tight end. Now, De- uh, Pete picking Dak here, and you, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Casey was right after him, uh, who ended up picking Daryl Henderson. But Casey had already picked Kyler Murray at that point. So, and then Casey had two picks in a row. So number one, he, he shouldn't have had to worry about Casey picking a quarterback. And then the person after Casey in the fifth round is Rick, who already kept Lamar Jackson. So here's my, my confusion here is, sure, it's fine. You can get Dak here. It's fine. He, he's now keeper eligible too. But what if he had Mark Andrews as a guy that he wanted? Or what if Daryl Henderson was on his board? Um, I doubt Kenny Colliday. That That's actually a bad pick to me. But, um, I, or I don't know. To me, it felt like a, a bad decision to do that quarterback then without looking at who the other teams around you had already picked. So you, you might have lost another player that you had in mind. Um, anyway, if he's fine with it, uh, no problem. But um, that, that was just a scary strategy, I would think. If, you're saying if he had his eye on Mark Andrews as his tight end. Or Daryl Henderson. Like, or, what or if he wanted a running back? I don't know. I guess he already had two at that point. But what if it's an, another top receiver that he needed? I don't know. That's a good point, Gus, and that's that's a little bit more uh, advanced, like understanding, you know, who's going to be taken before you pick again, kind of thought process. But and that's and you make a good point because he probably, if he didn't, if he if he didn't do that, I don't think he did because he would have seen. Well, wait a second, nobody's going to take a quarterback before I pick again. So you're absolutely right. But maybe he does like Hawkinson more than Andrews, and he was just like, I'm just going to get it over with. I, I don't know. But he could have lost Hawkinson there too if he. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Just anyway, it, it looks like it's working out for him. The picks are fine. His fourth and fifth round. Um, yeah, that's just one of the things I looked at later. I was like, I don't think he had to pick Dak there. He could have waited one more round. Yeah, that's true. I, I think unequivocally, yes. And as far as the Dak pick, I like it. I mean, he's he's just one of those guys that. Um, yeah, I, I, so you, it's worth taking the risk, especially in this fourth round too. Yeah. Okay, so you're happy that he that that he, even even given all the analysis that he might have thought about uh, picking Dak in the fourth was an okay move by you. I, I yes yeah I, I understand Dak in the fourth. Over I don't understand Rogers, picking that quarterback there when it should be you don't have to worry about a quarterback being picked in the next. Right. He could he could have waited and got somebody else. Maybe Darrell Henderson. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I don't know, but he already had two running backs, so I don't know. But maybe he. He, I'm, I'm going to stop. TJ Hawkinson, he got it. If that was his guy, that's fine. If it was Andrews, that's where I see where the problem was. I don't mind the Dak Prescott. I, 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 I agree with you that he probably could have waited another round. But, I, again, it could have all been a wash because maybe he just wanted a tight end. And Hawkinson and Andrews might be kind of the same guy. Who cares? But, um, sure. but nevertheless, yeah, I get your point. He could have waited. But, you know, yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um, well, if y'all want to go to the fifth, right off the bat, Kenny Galladay, second pick in the fifth round. Um, I wish I could compare it to the Hufel draft. I'm sure I could pull it up real quick. I'm pretty sure that guy wasn't drafted until like double digit round. Kenny Galladay was the second pick. Uh, in the fifth round. Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. It just seems, uh, it, it's weird looking at the board, but okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, sorry. I'm, uh, the what I'm sharing here is how the breakdown was for each team. I uh, but you. then we have our other screen that shows the snake, uh, snake draft. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't like that pick at all. 
Yeah, I don't like I, I don't like Kenny Galladay's odds this year of doing anything relevant. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially when you look and see who I picked. Like, I would take I think any of those guys except Cooper Cup. Well, no, I'd take Cooper Cup over Kenny Galladay too. I'd take that back. But I I'd rather have Lockett, Thielen, Julio, or Deontay Johnson. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, Rick maybe he. He remembers Kenny Galladay from a couple years ago. He he was baby Tron or whatever they were calling him, right? And, um, you know, but I, I've just heard some bad news about him in camp so far. I think it's injury concerns right now, but I don't know. It's also just maybe an anemic offense he's kind of running into. Right, right. Yeah. I think the more important thing is who's the coordinator, and that's Jason Garrett. And I don't know. Nobody likes that guy, right? Not really. Um, as far as other picks, I, I loved how – like. Three of the first four picks, it was Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, Kyle Pitts. That seemed to like be in every single draft I saw is those guys are right around each other. You know, they're probably you pick one out and just live with it. But um, I was surprised it actually went like that. So. Anybody else maybe think Kyle Pitts might not be the guy that we all think he's going to be this year? I, I'm waffling back and forth. I'm like, yeah, this is a bad move. And then I'm like, well, no, I want that guy. <laughs> I think he's going to kick fucking ass this year. <laughs> no, I kind of stumbles because I got the appetite in. Yeah. But anyway, um, again, he's projected to be pretty good. So, Jeff, I thought it was funny. You know, you did back up your Tom Brady pick with Aaron Rodgers right away. Yeah. Did you look and see, like, um, like, you know how they say, like, oh, uh, your bi-week replacement quarterbacks or whatever? Um, I, I don't actually know who your starter is because it looks like you're playing best matchup every week with those two. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to – I'm going to – my week one, my – I think we've talked about this before. My week one, my strategy is dance with who brung you, right? So I'm just going to start the top – the top guys I drafted in that order, that's who I'm starting. I'm not playing matchups. I'm just going to start them and see what happens. But that doesn't mean that I won't change, obviously, as the course of the season goes on. But um, Rodgers could be a guy that I, I that ends up taking over for Brady. But that's going to be a tough one, too. Like, I don't know. I, I also look like last year, I, I really felt for um, for Mike and Gumby. And I'm not saying that my team is as good as their teams were last year because they had amazing powerhouse teams. But I look at it and go, man, that's that's also a lot of, like, thought you have to put into like who am I going to start this week like I got, I got four guys I can only start three of them which dudes do I start and that might be the situation I'm in at quarterback with with Brady and Rodgers and just trying to figure out who I'm going to start every week and hope I don't leave any points on the bench but um that doesn't seem like a problem to be worried too much about you know what I mean I mean you'll you'll kick your own ass though if you start the wrong guy and lose one week right you'd be like oh, why did I do that then you'll be thinking about it for like the whole week yeah. And then next week, you gotta set your lineup and go. Oh god, which guy am I gonna start? I, I, it's it's a it's a good problem to have in in a sense, but um, I don't know. Maybe one of them I trade off at some point if I really need to get a guy that or I get an injury or whatever, you know. And maybe after the you know one of their bye weeks, I turn around and say, all right, I'm getting rid of the other dude and just gonna get somebody else better. It's it's possible. But, yeah, uh, I, I like but, the strategy. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know what else to add to it other than. Yeah, these are two legendary quarterbacks and 
not in real, not just in real NFL, but for fantasy, like they're two of the best. So you're, yeah, you've got that position covered as best as it can get. Yeah. Good job. And that was, by the way, that was my strategy when I walked in was I said, I'm taking two quarterbacks back to back and just going to, and then at any time anybody else takes a quarterback, they might as well pass as far as I'm concerned, because I'm not taking the third one. So um, I know it's weird. Again, I've never done anything like this before, but just this particular year, I thought I'm getting two top quarterbacks and we're going to roll with it the whole way. So um, was there a, uh, Okay, so Hookham lost a pick because of a trade last year to an owner that left the league, right? So right. that's out. Yep. Um, are, are we going to talk a little bit about how much uh, Shook loves Russell Wilson? <laughs> it's like every year he gets Russell Wilson on his team, one way or the other, right? Uh, yeah, but you know what? Where he got him here, that, it lines up with kind of where he probably would have fallen. It was right after some of these other quarterbacks that were picked. So yeah. uh, he didn't reach. That's that's what I was really happy to see with Shook is – so you didn't have to get him in the third round or whatever. So Yeah, that's true. If he even had a third round pick, I'm not even sure. But um, Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm seeing it right here. So he picked Zeke first. He didn't have a third. So he picked him, uh, Wilson, in the fifth round. Well, I think I had his third. I mean, yeah. If, if he was looking at which wide receivers were available, which obviously the ones that came after – um, if you just didn't like any of those, yeah. Congrats on getting Wilson again. He, it's apparently worked out before. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, but you ra- know what? Uh, hold on, I'm looking at the. If you using that same logic from earlier with uh, Pete's team, the Spider Monkeys, he might have been able to wait on Wilson because it looks like the only team that didn't. Well, though there were two teams that did not have quarterbacks at that point, and that was Whip. And Ballzilla, yeah. So realistically, they, both they those did. teams were probably not going to reach for a quarterback early without building up their core lineups. Yeah, so he yeah. might have been able to wait another round there, right? And gotten a better wide receiver than Odell Beckham. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Um, and and in fact, just going to the next round, Beckham. That's 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 pretty early for that guy. It feels like uh, for this year. Um, so yeah, maybe you're right. But I'll tell you, if he didn't take Russell Wilson there, the sixth round coming back to me, I would have probably grabbed Wilson if he was going to still be there. But wouldn't you – you mean if he didn't grab Wilson in the sixth? Right. Oh. If he didn't grab Wilson in the fifth. How would you fifth, have got him in the – Because coming back down the sixth. No, he's still after you in the sixth. Yeah, he picks right after you in the sixth. You pick Miles Gaskin there. Yeah. Oh, he picks – Right before me in the sixth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he could have waited. Yeah. He could have waited. Maybe. Because quarterback, 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 and Spider Monkeys did not have a quarterback at that point. Jeff, I think you're right. That's 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 much longer thinking. When he's in the middle of the draft, it's harder to make those kind of calls of like, ooh, I can well, wait. Spider But you're yeah. right. Like based on all the other quarterbacks that other teams had, he could have waited. He would, he would have had to sweat out both Whip and Gumby. Mm-hmm. Uh, two picks by each one of them to get Wilson. And he, like you said, I think he probably could have, honestly, uh, but it's all right. I mean, he's still got Russell Wilson. And I just, I, I, I think, you know, the quarter the wide receivers that went directly before Odell Beckham Jr. And I'm including T Higgins in that I'd rather have them than OBJ. Yeah. Right there. I, I think so too. Yeah. 
Hell, I'd rather have Chase Claypool. He got picked at the end of the sixth. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Um, all right, well, yeah, let's jump to the sixth then. So, um, yeah, ODB, that's kind of the questionable one that sticks out. Um, and everyone else, yeah, I, I, I kind of see exactly where they're at and, um, yeah, who looks good or whatever. So Mike, Mike Davis made Gumby's draft, I think. Getting Mike Davis right there. Yeah. That's that was a bad man. I, that saved his team, I think, because now, now he has two legit starting running backs and two legit right starting back. wide receivers. I'll be so, right back. Yeah, sorry. Don't worry. Right so I think that I mean that puts Gumby immediately into the driver's seat and saying, All right, I, I'm gonna be able to win some games this year. His tight end's not great, but you never know. Goddard could he could blow up all of a sudden, you know, not real high on. Tannehill I guess we can go over the full list later but you know he's got three good running backs he's got two wide receivers uh, I don't know. I don't hide some weaknesses you know yeah I think uh, Davis and James Robinson also is right behind him I guess and uh, uh, both can be very good Robinson you know uh, if Etienne or whatever the heck his name is Travis Etienne if uh, somehow he takes over the the main running back job there that could be a, a difficulty for him because then his running backs are Jonathan Taylor and Mike Davis. And I, I can't tell if there was anything else in here, but I think that that were his picks. Uh, let's see. He's also got Gus Edwards and James White. So a couple spares to go along with it. But um, yeah, as Mike, far Davis, as... Mike Davis is the main running back in uh, Atlanta now. Yep. Okay. He's got basically nobody behind him. I mean, he's got some guys behind him. Maybe one of them turns into like a Miles Gaskin this year or something. But um, from what I guess, it's like Quadre Allison and, oh my gosh, I think Brian Hill might still be running back there. But there are a bunch of dudes you've never heard of and they will never get drafted right. at least until they do something. So Mike Davis is the guy. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that made that made his team a yeah, heck of a good. lot stronger. Yeah. That's as far as – as far as Etienne goes, though, I read this morning that he's listed as the third running back. Um, really? Who's the, the second? Two, uh, it's James Robinson, and it's a guy who's a man who plays football. Uh, we know his name. I just can't remember what it is. Hold on. I'll search for it real quick. Um, I, I doubt that second man was drafted, though. I doubt it. I <laughs> <laughs> would probably know the name. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Uh, Carlos Hyde. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. And Travis Etienne's third. And that's not just ESPN's depth chart. That was like a, I read a camp report where they said that, you know, James Robinson's getting the ball. Travis Etienne is coming in for like some passing downs. I think. Yeah, did you, was... did you, did you watch much college ball though with Clemson? No. Etienne was like, he was a Heisman candidate, um, dude, just burner, like super fast. He's, he's, he's going to be a big playmaker. Uh, right. So I totally get it. Like it, it is weird that he was picked here around before James Robinson, the, the expected starter and for what James Robinson did last year. Um, yeah, it, it is kind of weird, but I, I don't know. I'm high on that guy. I don't know. Watching Clemson ball every now and then when I could. Uh, it was just exciting. So, yeah. 
I predict nothing but failure for Jacksonville, period, because of Urban Meyer. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it's hard for college coaches to come to the NFL and make an impact, right? I don't. I just don't like that guy, but yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Looking at the seventh round, and I, I think in a lot of, in my opinion. Are we in the seventh, you said? Well, yeah, I think we just finished up the sixth, didn't we? Well, yeah, I don't hold think. Hold on, what was, what was the worst pick of the sixth? Do we have a worst ODB. pick? ODB. ODB. And, okay, cool. My vote for best pick is Mike Davis from the beginning of the round. I think that's a fantastic pick. It's a starting running back in the sixth, man. He can't do much better than that. But I would I would throw Miles Gaskin out there. After what I heard last night, he got like two touchdowns. Uh, he was heavily involved in the Dolphins offense in the second preseason game. Um, yeah. yeah, he looks to be the main guy in, in Miami. Although I think he's got some competition with somebody else down there. But I don't I, know. I, I mean, the way it Malcolm looks Brown. like. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Miles yeah. Gaskin, that might be the 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 line of that was your last chance at a decent running back because everyone else. I'm not saying Mostert's bad or Javante Williams is going to be bad, but it's like okay, you're 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 taking a shot on the rest of these guys. It looks like James Robinson. I don't know. That's a weird one because well, he here. should be a starter coming here, right? So Harris, I wouldn't want Sermon. I know nothing about that. Maybe a great but that's a that's a hopeful want. like you you were hoping he's going to break out. Connor, James the Connor same thing, but more taken. like I don't even know if that's. Yeah, and Robinson's just a big floor guy, I think. So, I think you're right, Gus. I think Gaskin is like the last of the, all right, this is a viable starting player for me running back. So the rest, there are a lot of question marks around all the other guys after him. Right, and and real quick, I'm confused about Kareem Hunt still. Like, I know it's because he's sharing time with Chubb, but it's so weird to me that he, he was this high up. Um, I know he had some good games last year too, so I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't made that click yet to just say, yeah, I'm comfortable drafting here him here as a second running back or a flex player, you know? Yeah. I don't, but, but for sure, if Nick Chubb goes down, he's number one. Sure. Oh, without Chubb a doubt. Hurt, you know, he's like the main handicap, whatever you call it. Where? Okay, hold on. Now that I think about it, because that's a good backup for Chubb or, you know, um, you know, a flex play maybe. But – where was Napalm? Fourth overall, right? No, he was near the end of the sixth round. So he would have had to oh. jump in and get him basically in the spot where he got Kyle Pitts. If he if if Napalm instead of getting Kenny Galladay picked Kyle Pitts or TJ Hawkinson, and then with his second pick in the fifth round, got Kareem Hunt. That would have made sense to me because oh, yeah, 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 then you yeah. back up your top running back with Kareem Hunt. But then again, if he had Clyde Edwards Hilaire too, so I don't know. That's a tough one. Would you, it's a, I guess it's a question. Would you, would you rather have Kyle Pitts and Raheem Mostert or um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and whatever you would get there in the sixth, which what might be at that point, there's like no tight ends. Right. So. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting point. I don't know Kareem Hunt being picked that early either. That just seems goofy. But It would have been pretty weird, but yeah. But I would have understood the strategy too if he wants to make sure he has both of those guys. So, um, all right. Are we in the seventh, you said? Yeah. All right, seventh. It, who is Damian Harris? <laughs> I, I 
think he's he's a starter for New England, right? So uh, no, I, I I see that he plays for New England, and was he a rookie last year? Is he no, a rookie no, no. this year? No, no. Uh, David Harris uh, has been around for several years. I don't think that's true. Uh, look, I I think I think you're right, Dad, but I think he I think you're thinking of Damian Williams for no, no. Uh, the Chiefs. Okay, let's see. Okay, but here's here's my question. So this guy feels like he came out of nowhere. And who who was their starting running backs the last couple of James years? James White, you know. Well, James like White's always been there. There's always been these other running backs for right. New England. That's the problem. With that New like you were like, okay, yeah, that I think is the guy, or at least one of the four guys yeah, there. Right. Well, and I don't remember this guy being a part of it. Maybe he was as like the was. three or fourth, third or fourth guy, and now he's been elevated. But it just seems weird. Like keep seeing the name pop up, and he's picked early like this. Like I don't know. He's been out there for, I mean, he's been there for a few years. But anyway, I was, I was going to say that I think the seventh round had, to me, some errors. Errors. Okay, errors. so bad picks. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, picks that probably could have gone. Okay, so name your first bad pick. Uh, uh, just James real quick, Damian Harris, this is his third year. His first year, he did nothing with New England, basically. I think he had four carries in the regular season. Last year, he got... I don't know. He had like 600 yards rushing. He had 600 yards rushing last year? Yeah. I, I don't know the distribution if he came on late in the season and got a bunch of yards. I don't know. He just. So he's. Okay. Been, he's been I mean, three years. I, I, so this is third year. Yeah. I guess it's because that offense, you know, the Patriots used to be so good, but because they weren't last year, you know, nobody knew about it. So, or people knew about it. I just, I wasn't keeping up. All right. Well, thanks, Jeff. Um, so, Dad, you said there's some bad picks. Name the first one. Well, I, well, Damian Harrison might be one of them, but we said we're going this way now, right, right? right? So, I don't know who's left unless he was picked before that. James Robinson was a possibility. Uh, even Le- Leonard Fournette, who's going to get some volume. Ronald Jones. Um, okay, so you don't like Damian Harrison. I'm kind of in that camp, too. I, I think. don't, like, I, I don't, I don't really like that it, pick. But... I think Jamar Chase is a great pick. He's a rookie, right? He's supposed to be pretty good. Juju's a guy. Real quick about Jamar. The dude apparently has been dropping a bunch of balls in camp and games. He's struggling in Cincinnati right now. And then I read he actually had a year off from from the COVID year, and he took that year off. So he took the year off. He was still a top five NFL draft pick this year. So he's got some catching up to do. Yeah, literal catching up to do. Juju's become more of a, uh, you know, three-yard catch and run for two yards type of receiver, you know? Yeah. So I'm yeah. not I'm not really all that high on Juju Smith-Schuster, but that could possibly change too. The tight ends picked in here, none of them thrill me. But then again, all the other tight ends were taken, so people are grabbing tight ends now while they can. Oh, I love how I got Logan Thomas. I, I knew well, I, I, know. I, I had, had to that. get it as soon as possible because then I'd be stuck with the Irv Smith, is that, that's, uh, is Tyler that, Higby. Is that what you were hoping to do whenever you won that bet so you were able to move up? Oh, I obviously I wanted to just bet to golf that, you know. Oh, and okay. then yeah, just bet on anything. Yeah, and then moving up in the seventh, it's like, okay, this is great because if I didn't move up, I think Logan Thomas might have been gone. Like somebody might have taken him. Before it got to your pick, which was Jalen Hurts, there. Right. Is that your first tight end? Yeah, it okay. is. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
I'm high on that guy. I mean, I'm I mean, high Logan on Thomas, all my players, you know. Logan but... Thomas, okay. to me, it's like you have the top tier tight ends, right? And now if Kyle Pitts fits in with that, the rest of them are just, you know, three catches for 30 yards and maybe somebody gets a freaking touchdown. You know what I mean? That's tight end value as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. William Fuller, the fifth, I never was crazy about him in the first place, and but he's now with who Miami. Yeah. Um, Jerry Judy's a good pick. I, I can't argue with that. I mean, he's supposed to be pretty good, too. Hold on. Jerry Judy's a good pick. Let's talk about that. All right. Okay. Is he? Well, last year, I think it was his rookie year, and I don't – it was sudden I got really injured and, and was out for the season, but I think Judy was just uh, off and on, sometimes injured, sometimes not. But then also just that team sucked, and he didn't break out at all. So I think it's because he's healthy. Cortland Sutton's healthy. Um, maybe the, the Javonta Williams that's coming in. They actually have Bridgewater possibly throwing this year instead of Drew Locke as a shitty quarter. I don't know. Maybe there's all that potential there, but what do you think, Jeff? I think all these wide receivers are poo-poo. <laughs> in seventh row? In the seventh, they're all poo-poo. They're, except for Juju, and I'm not because I'm a homer, Juju's a better real-life wide receiver than a fantasy football wide receiver. I'll, I'll, the rest of these guys, so Will Fuller, the, okay, in the seventh round, if, you, if you're if you picking a guy here in the seventh, I would think you're, you're wanting a guy who could win the league for you if he busts out. Is Will Fuller going to finish in the top 16? No. So that's a pass. I mean, that's actually. A pass, that's a pass. Yeah, there's a better chance of Brandon Cooks doing that, and they got a sucky fucking team in Houston. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, give or, me, give me DJ Chark. Or Michael I mean, Thomas later too, but he's injured for. I wouldn't years. mind Michael or, Gallup in the next round. Like, you know, we're talking about a Dallas team where you said they had six thousand yards potentially passing last year. Gallup is a part of that offense. Yeah, yeah. Or even, I know I was making fun of Debo Samuel. Give me Debo Samuel here. Give, give me somebody who could maybe, like, finish in the top 12. Maybe, if things just broke right. There is no combination of things that could break right for Will Fuller to be relevant in any way whatsoever. Sure. Like, to me, that's a guy you don't even draft. Like, why bother with him? He, he's just going to sit in your roster and take up a spot when you probably should just cut him and grab – some dude who might like the third running back for New England. You know, so you agree with wow. basically the picks in this round kind of suck. Oh no, I love James Robinson, and I will always love James Robinson. Yeah, always. I think, that, I think that's pretty good too. The that's seven, late too in the seventh. That, I, that yeah, was that was impressive. Pick. It was now, the me, same thing I in took, the Hufel draft. He was late too, and I was like, wow, I can't believe he uh, slipped that far. I'm going to mention Jalen Hurts here. First off, I know you're all going to say, well, he sucks. He's not a very good quarterback. I, no, I would, ne- no, I would my, never my say point, that. My point is, I think that he's got a lot of upside, and that's what I'm looking for. Uh, again, when you're talking about these, uh, you know, these uh, uh, running and throwing touch uh, uh, quarterbacks, he's one of them. He's one of them. Now, okay, in our league, it, it's better to have passing – uh, next to 150 yards and 50 yards rushing. And I, I understand that. 150 yards is, what is that? 15, 15 points, points. Yeah. versus five points. So there's 10-point difference right there. But Jalen Hurts might run and score seven rushing touchdowns. I don't, I don't hate Hurts, though. That's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate Hurts. That's the, that, that was the 11th quarterback taken. Right. right. 
So as long as he finishes as quarterback nine or eight or seven, then you got a good deal for him. I mean, because you took him later than everybody else taking Stafford and Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or whatever. If he finishes above tight, if he's, if he finishes as your starting quarterback, basically, it was a good pick. Yeah. If he finishes in the, as quarterback 15, well, yeah, it was a bad pick, but 11th. Eh, sure. 11th quarterback. Yeah. I don't hate it. I think he's got potential. He could, he could finish top eight. He might. He's got a lot of weapons. So yeah. anyway, so, you know, given the overall quality of the seventh round, which, you know, seventh round should be starters, right? Don't you agree? Well, there are still starters. Should, should be, yeah. Well, okay. Starters are Damian Harris. What do you mean starters? Are you talking about starters for the uh, for fantasy your, for your fantasy league, they should be a starter. Okay. Well, Assuming well, you don't have any extra picks. Yeah, but Casey had a couple extra picks mixed up in there. Okay, too, right? so like Damian Harris, I don't think so. Because I think he had the extra picks. Trey Sermon is definitely not for Jeff. He's more of a lottery ticket. I don't think Jamar Chase is a starter. I think that's a lottery ticket. Same with Juju. But actually, I think Juju could go into a flex. I don't know about James Conner. Probably not. But maybe a flex. Yeah. Logan Thomas is my starter right there. Okay. Like, so you, you got a starter. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I adhere to your thought process. But right. And Robert Tonyan, uh, that's his only tight end. He's probably a starter, too. Yeah. Right. But William Fuller the fifth, he may be a starter, but he'll be a you know, I have no I have no regard for him one way or the other. I, I, Judy's a starter. No, he's not. There's he's no not way. a starter on that Denver team. I, I oh, mean, he's a starter on the Denver team, but as far as for his fantasy team. Oh, oh yeah. yeah I mean right. maybe as a flex, yeah, but right, right, right. That, that seems like you have to wait and see for at least the first week to make sure it was the right play to start him, especially yeah. a wide receiver one or two. I mean, Dad, you can look at it's it here. Dad, 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 Dad on this screen, you can see it. It's, you know, takes Savages. It was his third receiver at that point. Jerry Judy. Oh, Judy, okay. Yeah. Right, I was looking at William Fuller, who was his second pick. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. I think we we, we beat that, though, down. Right, um, okay. right, right, my, yeah, let's go to eight. So, that was my only point of discussion I wanted to make. Tannehill... Eh, I don't care about Tannehill. I think there's some upside to Tannehill. Tucker McCann was the pass pick for Ross there. Um, actually, I don't. I don't hate anything in this pick. Not even Melvin Gordon. I I get it. I get you probably need a running back, and he was just one of the top guys around this point. I don't like Baker Mayfield. I, again, not trying to be a homer. He's the same as Gardner Minshew. They're the same player. In NFL and in fantasy, they're the exact same dude. So, it, I don't think he's draftable. I, I, I don't think that's fair, Jeff. I, I mean, he had like a, a career year last year, and he's 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 really only. I don't know if he's gotten better every single year, but his rookie year was great. He set a record for I think passing touchdowns his rookie year. Um, and yeah, it's it's the teams should just be improving, right? Like that's the whole progress of uh your first round first overall pick quarterbacks um he's a backup too it, it's a backup to lamar jackson boy he loves the afc north quarterbacks doesn't he <laughs> yeah that's, that. that's true um yeah interesting right. yeah everything else though oh, I, yeah, I, that, I, I, kinda... I i agree that looks like a better round than fantasy than round seven yeah kind of yeah yeah 
Yeah, this was around the point too when um, Napalm Jockstrap, he just started like, this was his team building it up, the backups, the bench. And um, yeah, I thought he did pretty well. So he already had his, his lineup basically set. Uh, yeah, actually he did. So he had already three running backs by the point. Uh, he got Leonard Fournette as his fourth. Uh, Tyler Higby was a backup tight end and Baker's a backup quarterback. Yeah. So Jeff, you didn't have anyone. We could go to the ninth. All right. Um, yeah. Ninth down the line, pretty straightforward. Um, Definitely a lot of um, uh, a lot of I think high potential picks or, or lottery ticket picks if you want to call them that like Michael Carter third overall for Pete I, I I've been hearing a lot about that guy and his his yeah, um, you know being a rookie if that Jets team actually does turn it around he could be a big part of that um, Devonte Smith who you got dad. Um, sixth pick. I've heard a lot of good shit about him. He, he was awesome last year. I mean, he yeah. won the Heisman Trophy for a reason. That dude just the cleanest, crispest routes run. Um, I, I don't know. Like, he he, he freaking dominated the championship game. So, yeah, like, I remember watching the draft live, and there were people that were like, God, I really want to get Devontae Smith now because, like, he's there. We should just jump in and get him and whatever. And when the Eagles got him, like, I, I was watching a fan-based reaction to it. And they were 10th overall. And I don't remember – did they – I think they traded up to get him. Yeah. I know the Bears traded up to get uh, Justin Fields, uh, which I think his pick is actually coming up pretty soon too. Oh, maybe it's in a later round. But I don't know, Jeff. Um, what do you think? Ninth round. I love Devontae Smith, man. I, I was, yeah, I love that dude. I, I love the pick there. Um, and I hope he does really well because, man, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just thought he, I thought he was the best wide receiver, obviously with winning the, what the Bolishnikov award, is that right? For best wide receiver. He won the Heisman too, right? He did. He won the Heisman. Yeah. Um, and then it's been a while since the wide receivers won a Heisman too. Yeah. And again, the, and when, when he, uh, in the championship game, uh, that was amazing. Yeah. That was just incredible. Um, I don't, and then of course he went to the combine, they picked him apart because I know he's I'm like, Steve Smith was little Randy Moss was little. I mean, he was tall, but he's lanky. Yeah. So well, really? So Devonte Smith can't be at least as good as those guys potentially. Come on now. Anyway, so I'm rooting, I'm rooting for him, and I, I think I agree. I, I think the ninth round was – it was a good round. The only um, – I think my only issues in the ninth round, the, the biggest issue I have is Kenyon Drake. Um, once again, all of these other guys, I, I can see them being useful pieces okay. or potentially got good lottery tickets. Kenyon Drake's not going to do anything. Was that a handcuff or anything? Did um, So – no, Kenyon Drake is just kind of a standalone pick uh, for Shook. He's playing for Las Vegas. So he's the backup to Josh Jacobs now, right? So yes. Uh, but but Jeff, here here, I'll I'll, I'll try and uh, devil's advocate for him then. So apparently, the Raiders had paid a pretty nice uh, salary or, or or deal to get Kenyon Drake in here for it's either for at least one year or whatever. So you know. I guess isn't the philosophy of teams, you know, dedicating 
a decent chunk of change to a player, it's like you're going to be factored in at some point, whether that's goal line carries or, you know, rest for your, your star running back, which, I mean, was Josh Jacobs really truly a star running back? He had some good games, but, you know, they wouldn't need something like this if that's the case. Oh, he's good, man. Yeah, he's good. Josh Jacobs is good. Yeah. I don't know. I Maybe it's not the best, but I, I don't see too much fault in it, from my opinion. Uh, Jacobs had uh, 1,065 yards rushing, 33, 33 catches for 238, 12 touchdowns. That's, that's pretty good, man. I don't, and it's also the Raiders. I mean, they're just. No. They're, they're not, they're not they're, good player personnel people, you know, like. Ah, all right. the, the Raiders this year are, I think their projected win-loss total was like five or six. So it's not very good. That means they're thinking a lot of losses, a lot of games. They're probably going to be behind. And this is that thing I was saying earlier about, I forget who, but, um, you know, they might not be running the ball a lot. And Jacobs or Drake, it might not be the best thing, but if they are in position, maybe, uh, yeah, like a goal line situation. I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't uh, – that's my only issue with – I don't think Kenyon Drake is worth much – um, the other guys, like, I like Zach Moss. I like Jamal Williams a lot because I think that's really unsettled there. Devontae, or um, I'm sorry, um, uh, DeAndre Swift and all, you know, great. But I like Jamal Williams, man. I think he was pretty good with Green Bay. So, hmm. um, anyway. I th- that's right. He did come from good. Green Bay. I was trying to remember wh- where he came from, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. What about 10th round? 10th round. So, uh <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, so that was in the draft point when I was like, "Okay, you guys decide A, B, or Michael Thomas." I knew I was getting one of those two guys. I I had to take a chance with one of those two guys, and well, oh okay, all right. Well, I I in the end listened to our champion Gumby. I was like, "Whatever you say, even if you're trying to fool me, I'm I'm going with it." And he said A, B, so I went with A, B. I'm happy with it too. Like I, I really feel like he, he rejuvenated his career. He got over all that crap in the past and like it, all he has to do is just return to being like eight, nine catch guy a game. I'll take that. Absolutely. That might turn into my wide receiver two Absolutely. or even my one. Eight, eight, nine catches per game or targets per game. I mean, targets, I would imagine with Tom Brady, he's going to sling it around what 40 to 50 times a game, maybe. So can he not get 10 to 15 a game? <laughs> and like AB is still good. Like it's crazy to think he's like he lost a step. And he's won a freaking Super Bowl. Him. And Tom Brady likes the guy. I know. He does. I, I like AB there. I like all the picks. Honestly, in the 10th round, I like all of them except for Hayden Hurst. That doesn't make any sense at all. But oh yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> okay. When dad comes back, but I mean I can already tell him. Um yeah, so. This was around the time when the clock was getting low and we weren't going to pause it on anyone necessarily. And so we were like, dad, it's 20 seconds, 15 seconds. And he was stressing out and, and uh, rushing. And, and a, I don't know what he was doing in his mind, but when the name came out, it was just like vomit. <laughs> just like He was just looking at a name on a piece of paper and it says like Hunter Hurst or uh, uh, Hayden Hurst. Oh, gosh, that's not a good pick. I know, I know. So, I mean, that that might be the worst pick in, in this round. Because the other tight ends or, that follow, the they're starters. <laughs> worst pick. 
Dad, um, sorry, we're, we're talking trash about Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't like that. I don't, I don't like that pick, Dad. That's that's a that's that's a that's a bad pick. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a tight end, and I didn't have one, and you know, I know he was the tight end for Atlanta without giving thought to the fact that they have this uh, new guy, Pitts, and uh, so it was. It was a bad pick. I, okay, I accept okay. it. Okay, before, okay, you own it. It's all right. It's okay. Before I forget uh, the whole Michael Thomas, Antonio Brown thing, I do see three picks later. Thomas was picked by Ross, so I mean, like, was he a target for anyone else here? Uh, probably not you, Jeff, because you already had so many picks at that point. But what about you, Dan? You said you wanted Michael Thomas, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, it was just two picks before him. you, yeah. I'd have taken them because. So he's out for six weeks. I already have wide receivers, right? Mm-hmm. He comes in week seven, week eight, and he's healthy, and he's Michael Thomas. Yeah. He would have been your wide receiver three at that point, which is pretty sweet. I only I, – at this point in the draft, I knew that I only had two more position players that I could get um, because I was going to take a defense and I was going to take a kicker. Um, again, I'm changing my philosophy around here a little bit. So, And one of those position players was going to be Alexander Madison. So yeah. I was not going to take Michael Thomas or Antonio Brown here. It was going to probably, I was going to look at it and just take one of them. And at this point I was just like, fine, just give me Madison. I'll be done with it. Yeah. Which is a, a good handcuff for your guy, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, if Dalvin Cook goes down, I'm hedging my bets this time and saying, look, I got, I, Madison's been good. And Dalvin Cook will probably miss a few games this year. He always does. And when he does, I'll have a guy who's shown that he can play. Yeah, you know? Jeff, I had him last year when Cook went down. And, you know, I, I almost thought about trading him to Gumby early in the season to, you know, let him have his handcuff and I can get picks or a, a, a player with potential. But I ended up holding on to him and it worked out, which I think helped me get into the playoffs championship. I can't remember the timing, but, yeah, I, I like it. Great pick, great handcuff. Um, all right, so we ended with Kirk Cousins at the end there, which sure, you know, I, I don't mind that with Kyler yeah. Murray as your second. That's fine. Um, 11th, started with Rob Gronkowski. I, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe that's a good pick. Is that his first tight end? <laughs> no, no. He had Mark, I think. Oh. Yeah, he had Mark Andrews already. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Once again, if, if I was going to take a, a tight end here, I want a tight end who might break into the top six, you know, out of nowhere. So, like, I like Blake Jarwin. I hear a lot of stuff about Jared Cook and the Herbert or Herbe Herbert connection with him, and that they, he loves throwing to Jared Cook in camp. So, all right, I might even be okay with a 33 year old Jared, Jared Cook or Jared Cook there, or Adam Troutman. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with, uh, I think Jonathan Smith was already gone. So I don't know if I really want Hunter Henry too much. Cole Komet, who was taken in the last round, any of those dudes that you, you, that might just out of nowhere suddenly turn into the next, you know, uh, this year's version of Robert Tonman or something, you know, mm-hmm. not Rob Gronkowski. That, nah. Yeah. But he didn't really need, he's got Mark Andrews. So I can't really fault him too much. I'm just saying like, if you already got Andrews, try to get a guy who might be better than Andrews right here. And, and Gronk is not going to be that dude. The problem is that they're bye weeks and saying, no, it's not. It, I was just seeing it look close, but it's week eight and week nine. It looks like <laughs> lucky there. we could have blasted a lot more if it was the same bye weeks. <laughs> Deshaun Watson is a pretty awful pick. 
I agree. In Hufel, the one where, you know, if you can keep someone for their exact round the next year, I don't mind yeah. it. This league doesn't make sense. Jacob Johnson is probably a waste of pick for me. but I don't know about that. Is he a free agent or is he, a, is he with he's, Houston? He's with Houston. He's still considered the starter there. Right. Uh, that's and not that's bad, though. That's the reason I wanted to grab him there. Who knows? It's better than Latavius Murray coming after that. Although, no, I, you know, Latavius Murray is interesting, too, because if Kamara gets hurt, you know Latavius Murray is going to be a stud, so that's not a bad pick. Yeah, and that's right. a handcuff for him, that's so handcuff. that's not ah. – I mean, we just, we just gave you Madison. We think that's, we have to give it to him for uh, Murray. That's, so that that's a good pick. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Singletary is um, not a terrible tip pick either. I don't think Singletary is all right. Yeah, you know, I I see. I picked Naheem Hines here, and I, I know I I remember thinking that was not my favorite pick. But I'm looking at all the running backs that came after. What was I supposed to do, dude? Like, I, I don't think I'm going to take any of those guys. Did you have to take a running back there? I did. Yeah, because I mean, at that point, he's my third running back. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I'm uh, looking at the other running backs that were drafted. No. After that is AJ Dillon and no. Evans, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, and they're both. Oh, Mark Ingram's with Houston. So it's Philip could... Lindsay. Maybe a maybe a lottery yeah. ticket on Malcolm Brown. Maybe getting the starting job out in Miami. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Naheem Hines, we all know he's a kind of a proven commodity as far as like some third down. Yeah, he that's can catch the ball. That's, that's the true. thing. It's like if if he has because last year I remember he had a couple games he was like twenty plus points, and he he had a couple right. touchdowns, some catches. Right. So like I'll take that if I all absolutely right. need it. You only need but it really for one right week, week, right? To happen, yeah. What's that, Jeff? He's your third running back, right? Yeah, I mean, he's he's a backup, but I guess he could get into a flex. So. so you'll have to start him twice this year, though, unless you make any moves. Exactly, and that's the whole, you know, Patrick Mahomes' trade bait thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, so real quick, I got to give props to the league here. Uh, first defense picked in the 11th round. Very impressive. That is. Very impressive. I mean, I want to look back at our past drafts if possible, but this might be the latest the first defense off the board. So and a kicker came before a defense too. Isn't that weird? Don't they normally go defense and then kickers? I would think you would go oh, defense yeah, before yeah. kickers because defense can get you like a 30 point game. I, I don't think a kicker gets over 20, maybe on rare occasions. And in and, and what weird universe do we live in where young Hoku goes first as the kickers? What is that? Uh, that's Did you? Rigged. But you didn't have Young Hoku last year. I had him. No, there I were didn't. there were games. It was like he he got me 14, 15 points. <laughs> it was like this guy is is better than my running back too right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well then, maybe I stand corrected. Then. But still, like you, you can't rely on that like year to year. Maybe with Justin Tucker, but yeah, know, that's yeah. about it. But yeah, to your point, Gus. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's holding your water as far as uh, the league goes. Taking a defense in the eleventh as opposed to the seventh, or yeah, eighth or ninth, whenever they normally go. You know what? And so now that I'm looking at, so let's go into the twelfth now. The second pick was me picking the Washington defense, and I was behind in picks. I'm surprised yeah. I did that. I I know I had been drinking, uh, but I don't think I was that 
Well, okay, and all the defenses that came after it, I'm surprised. I, I can't believe I did that. I hope that's not a bad pick. I don't remember why I did that. Very good defense last year. You could have taken the Pittsburgh defense. I think I saw Washington's considered like the top defense this year. Right, okay. So, I don't know. Twelfth uh, round was a lot of defense. I don't really, I don't really hate anything there, honestly. I mean, this is about the time of the draft where people are just like, you know what? I don't know any of these players, so just give me a defense or a kicker or whatever. So I'll give props to Dad for Corey Davis. I've heard a lot of good news and good things about him so far in the Jets camp. Um, I'll say this: I've had him for a couple of years, and he is nothing special. <laughs> You going back to that well again then, huh? Well, I mean, I had to find another player, and and, and frankly, this is I had two players really that when I picked them on the list I had, they were waste. There was much more value where I picked them was extremely high value. Like Miles um, Gaskin was one of the. the he was really high up on this list before I picked him. I right. can show you the list I had. And the same thing happened with Corey Davis. He was still on there and bypassed by everybody. So according to the Lindy two, top 200, that's a great value pick. And so was uh, uh, Gas, uh, whatever guy from Miami. Miles Gas. I, I like the pick. I, I've heard good things so far. And, and I don't know. Zach Wilson and him could end up being like a really good um, – Combo, you know, pairing. I'm not saying you got Zach Wilson, but like, you know, if Zach Wilson's a real deal for for the Jets or at least a decent quarterback. Right. All I'm saying is that my experience with him was when I needed him, he oh, wasn't yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they had A.J. Green with Tennessee, right? A.J. Brown. Tennessee. A.J. Brown, yeah. yeah. And um, holy shit. A.J. Green wasn't drafted. No, oh, he wasn't. No, no, oh, that's that's pretty. That's crazy. I'm gonna have to get on the free agent wire and pick his ass. You said AJ Green. Point. I was like, that name. That sounds so familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. He wasn't picked. Yeah, wow. neither was Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that's surprising. No, I did. Uh, I like Corey Davis as a lottery pick there in the twelfth. I, I I don't have any issues with that at all. Yeah, he might be usable in a game or two, uh, but I can't, you know, it's like uh, you can't predict Naheem Himes is going to blow up in a given game. Right. And Corey Davis is the same thing, but he may have one game where he gets you 24 points, yeah. you know, but. I saw Tua went in this round to a tag of Iloa. Um, Jeff, this kind of goes back to the Kyler Murray argument, I feel like, which is kind of just a guy in our league if you're, of a running threat and i think tua is kind of that guy not so much like kyler is but um but yeah like in the 12th round for your second quarterback this is where i feel like it totally makes sense like you 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 take a lottery ticket quarterback like this and i don't know if jess looked at like the matchup for week 11 when stafford is on by but that could be really good yeah I don't have any issues with, with that, with Tua in the 12th. No, for that very reason. You never, he could blow up. He might be a top five quarterback. And then you're like, wow. Yeah. I think I saw, tremendous. I think I saw he looked really good the other night in, uh, in preseason. So, yeah. You forget in college, that kid was really good. 
Yeah. And he was a rookie last year coming off like a major hip surgery. So yeah. Right. Come on. Yeah. I think he was going to be a, a number one overall pick if he didn't have that injury. So yeah. So. And I don't think it's affected him. I, I, I mean, yeah, maybe a little bit, but it, he's still a starter right now and, and that's some potential. So, all right. 13th round. Um, Starting with Cole Beasley. Out of a pass. Yeah. You got your kicker, Jeff. Darrington Evans, which is the handcuff for Derek Henry. So we get that. Uh, Philip Lindsay. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. I don't know. Mark Ingram uh, followed up. That's yeah, this funny. is the run of the little mini run on Houston running backs we saw there. Yeah. Yeah, what, what scares me is now you see Philip Lindsay and Mark Ingram both in Houston. I got David Johnson, which <clears throat> I don't know if David Johnson can handle that competition. He's older than both of them. Not by much, though. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. David Johnson was a rookie in like 2016. Really? I think so. He was Arizona for a bunch of years, wasn't he? Well, he was. It was 2015 or 2016, but he was a rookie then. So, okay, so he if he's a sixth or seventh or year, year old, yeah, he might be. Yeah, he's old. He's probably 29 now. Okay. But, you know, he might have a good year left. So, anyway, the rest of the uh, draft or the, the I got round my 13. Hand up for uh, Saquon. Yeah, Devontae Booker. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, listen, uh, guys, I gotta, I gotta go run a real quick errand. I gotta get some cash out of a cash machine real quick. But I, I just wanted to say I'm glad that we're doing another podcast, and yeah. uh, this was fun. And uh, hopefully, we'll get to do this throughout the season like we did last year. That was a lot of fun, just recapping what was going on. It was, it was something I enjoyed. And with a couple of new owners, I don't know if they're aware of it. I know David is. Um, I think Pete's heard of it, um, so maybe he'll, he'll be able to join us at some point in time. Uh, my, my quick take, just real quick. Um, I don't think that the teams that had very few draft picks and walked away from this draft with bad, terrible, horrible teams, they're just going to lack on depth like any team that doesn't have a lot of draft picks. But I think their starters are going to be okay. Um, and then, you know, the, my division is going to be a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be because I think all four of the teams um, in my division showed up to to play. And that's you know, going to be tough. I mean, Pete's, a, Pete's always a tough out. Rick had a good draft, and uh, Casey had a lot of capital to work with, and he he made the most of it. Um, so it's going to be a tough tough season altogether. But I'm looking forward to it, man. It should be exciting. Um, oh yeah, and you guys did really well too. Um, I'm I'm not uh, not to diminish or disregard anything like that. You guys did really well. Um, I, I had a great time at the draft. I, I'm glad it worked out. Uh, another clicky draft, another online, you know thing that we did that was good obviously you were here but yeah i hope in the future we get to get back to as close to a live draft as possible and we'll still have this clicky draft for others i do i hope on, on the quality of the teams after the drafts i think that uh, you know uh, i don't the grades that we got from whatever it is that you use is one thing uh you can put as much faith or as little faith in it as you want i think last year uh, it it gave some grades to teams that ended up not doing all that well and teams that didn't get rate high uh, did well. So I'm not sure how much faith I put in myself. And I'm saying that because I got a fucking C and I, I'd probably have a C team in reality, but you know me, I think it's a great fucking team. I think I did all right with my draft. 
Of I course. may end up I may end up going four and nine or however many games we play this year, but I could also go nine 14, and four yeah. and make the playoffs. So yeah. That's right, that's with everybody, you know. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Well, it was fun. Uh yeah, we'll try to plant this every week. Um, yeah, right before the games or something. We do the predictions, recaps when we get to it. So it was fun. I dig it. Cool. All right, guys. Y'all take care of yourselves. Have a great week. Yep. All right, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Yeah. Thanks for that last fall. You you shouldn't have done that. But I hope that you love it. I really do. I absolutely love it. I'm just surprised that you offered it and you gave it to me. And Dad said he's going to throw away his bag that he brought here so he can take the last ball home. (laughs) I'll just wear what he's wearing right now and get on the plane. I'll keep this shirt. Have it clean. I'll wear this and. You you should be able to take it and put it in the overhead. I checked yeah. with the airlines. They they will not. They can't say no. You can't take a musical instrument with you on board. Just right, make already, sure you detune it. And all. You've done this before, so you're you're good. Uh, um, okay. Oh, I, I was thinking, should I should I loosen the strings on it? Yeah, just loosen them up release, a little bit. So release the tension. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And if you do, if you do, if they do make you check it, make sure you check it at the gate. And you might just in case they make you do this, you might put some of your clothes into that Les Paul case to support the neck and everything so that if it gets tossed, it doesn't move. Um, but you should be able to carry it on board. It'll fit in an overhead. And that's the whole right. thing. As long as it'll fit in an overhead, you should be able to carry it on. That, that happened um, with my guitar when I went there. I oh, put it in the overhead and it was fine. Then you should okay. be fine. And, and listen, case, but... it's it's a gift. And I, I just want it's it's a thank you because you got me started on playing guitar by giving me a bunch of hand-me-down guitars. And I appreciate that you uh, and, and you, you, you and mom put Gus and I through college. It's a thank you for that. And for doing that for us uh, and being just a, you know, a good human being for all of us and everybody in your life that uh, I just appreciate it. And um, I hope you love it. I really do. I hope uh, that you I, enjoy playing I, the shit I do. out of it. I, I hope that uh, uh, one of these upcoming play uh, practices we have, or if we play a party or some shit, um, I hope we are able to record it and stuff and let you guys hear what we're playing, hear how bad we really sound. But I'll be, I'll be kicking some ass on a last ball. There you go. There you go. Be sure to wear like some like a sequin jacket and some oh, really yeah. tight pants. Like yeah, yeah. Super I'll do that. tight pants. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. And if my hair isn't long enough by then, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll wear a wig and ponytail it. You know, I'll put a there big ass go. ponytail on there. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll try to have a big ass beard then too. Do that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Put some spinners on the guitar. All right, guys, y'all take care of yourselves. We'll talk again soon. Okay. Thank you later. It's nice to see you again, man. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Are we uh, ending this or?